The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve. Hello. Wow. <laughs> a podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm just wondering when someone is going to, to solve our long-running relationship problems. Well, you want to hear something crazy. Um, so I just had a, a big trip up to Minneapolis uh, with my family, and my parents went up there too. And you know what they listen to for four straight hours? They listen to this podcast. Four hours of it. I can't even imagine. With you in the room? No, 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 no. I would I would jump out a window. No, no, no. This was <laughs> yeah. they, we were in <laughs> separate vans. We we fill our minivan to capacity and they were just it was just my mom and my dad traveling together in a separate minivan and they listened to this podcast. So we had two listeners and that kind of makes us sad. Now I can, I suddenly feel accountable for my actions. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. So uh, uh, just uh, for some giggles, what did they say about it? I they seem to like it, which which apparently they just have terrible taste. I, I didn't know. I guess I guess I previously had. Some, I've I've lost respect for them. I've lost respect for myself. Just all around, it's just not a good experience. But hey, wow. at least some living person well, listened to this. Somebody keeps writing us questions, though. And what do we have on on tap for this week? All right, steer us back here. We had listeners, Steve. I thought that was exciting. All right, here's the question for this week. (laughs) Your mom is prolific in writing questions, too. It's great. (laughs) Hope this one isn't coming from her. This one is a... She's a few kids past this point. All right, here's the question. My wife and I have been together for just over 10 years. We have been married three with a a one-and-a-half-year-old girl. Uh, we have a, the topic of having another child has become more frequent. I am definitely afraid of having more, but will probably be happy to have one more baby. However, every time we talk, she insists that we will have three children all together. In my mind, that is madness. We are both 30 years old and having a third child sounds like never being able to retire. We have, uh, we have a pretty happy marriage and other than basic bickering, we never fight too often. I'm worried that denying a third child may affect us down the road. How do I have the conversation with her about capping it at two? Will I just automatically want to, uh, will I just automatically want to keep having children? All right, take it away, Steve. Oh man, I hate these. <clears throat> I've had this is one of the um imponderables. Like there's no real solution because this is almost a hard line that both of them draw and I've had a few of these and they never work out well from a therapist standpoint. Really? Like everyone kind of stays in. These are tough. The other one that uh, I have a real hard time with, and this has actually come up a few times, which is unusual from where I come from, but signing a prenup that uh, I've had two or three couples come in prior to marriage where one is insisting on a prenup and the other feels hurt by that because, uh, what, you don't trust me, that kind of thing. And those just never end well. It's such a difficult impasse to try to work through. Um, His... uh, just what jumped out at me is his rationale for not wanting a third child, which seems, um, I don't know, it almost seems irrational to me. Like uh, for a 30-year-old to already be, this is going to be a little bit hyperbolic, but to be hyper-concerned about retirement at age 30, I think, uh uh-oh, what's going on that you're sort of deflecting onto this financial platform? Or are you sort of wound pretty tight in general that uh, 
you not wanting a third kid, you can come up with a myriad of reasons, and financial seems to be the one that perhaps you can sell the best to your wife. I, I'd want, I would want to explore that a little more with the letter writer, but at least if there does come down to a negotiation, um, he doesn't mind having the second one, which might be <laughs> the olive branch that he floats. I'm just struggling with this one, James. I don't have a good answer for either of them. Because this is one of those uh, that neither is going to budge, I think, and it's tough. And I, I don't think, I, frankly, I don't think if the wife uh, only has two children that she will hate and resent him forever. Uh, she may have the death of a dream that she wanted three kids. He may have the death of a sound retirement, even though I've done the commute long enough to know nobody has, even with you on your episode, like you don't know where you're headed. Yeah. And I don't think he can predict with any degree of accuracy what retirement is going to look like when he's 60 or 65 or if people even will retire then. Like, uh, I, it, that's why it's sort of a specious argument to me. But it's important to him and that needs to kind of come out with his wife. And maybe if he was in front of me, I could take a more rational approach with him. And But I don't think this is a rational – it's coming from a rational part of his brain. I think it's from a fear-based part. Um, I will say this, that the wife is correct in that research says an odd number of children is actually a better plan than an even number of children. And the ideal number, if uh, you can believe this one, um, is five. Really? Because then if your kids ever pair off, it's three against two. So even the minority will have someone on their side. <laughs> if you have three, it can be like two against one. And then that's not really fair. But those seem to work out better than one on one or two on two. So I, I don't, uh, I just remember reading that in psychology today a while ago. But James, that's about all I got to bring to the table on this one. Well, luckily, as you hem and haw and beat around the bush, I'm going to make this real <laughs> simple. Just have the third kid, man. That's all you got. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's sort of what I'm at, too. Like, uh, retirement be damned. Like, you'll get there okay, well, one way or the other. So you will get there. You kind of hit uh, you, you hit around this point that he the, the line in he's, the sand that he's drawn is, is very arbitrary. So you've got yeah. you, – there's basically two modes in life. There's, there's no kids and there's kids. And really, once you get into kids mode, it really doesn't make that much of a difference whether you have one or two or three. Now, we had another podcast where somebody's boyfriend said they wanted 10 kids. And I don't even think they were married yet, and they had zero kids. And to say that when you have zero kids <laughs> is insane. I'm not saying have 10 kids. But I'm saying the difference between having one kid and having three kids is minimal. In fact, in my book, Bare Minimum Parenting, I wrote an entire chapter on this. If you think, if you think one kid is easier to raise than three kids, you're insane. Because when you've got one kid, that kid's going to be lonely. You're going to feel bad. Their friend's going to be over. You're going to have to put on pants. You're going to have to entertain that other kid. Oh. Go out and do, you know, go out and you know, actually do things. Growing up, the most fun I always had was at only children's houses because their parents had to spoil them and had to like keep us entertained. My parents, I was one of you know, eventually one of seven. They just kind of set us loose. But it was it was actually easier for my parents in a lot of ways. And especially if so, if you're in child mode, so you've got one kid. Two years later, you have another kid. Two years later, you have another kid. Okay, that is a very tight window. You're not delaying retirement by ten or twenty or thirty years. It's like okay, for two extra years, you've got a kid in the house. What you might consider though is if this argument isn't going to go away. What if you have two kids real close together and you find out this is your wife's just this is so important to her and she grinds you down and then seven or eight years later you have kid number three. That happens. That happens all the time. My dad is 14 years after uh, my aunt. Okay, there's only two kids in that family. That's an oops right there. Uh, that's, oh. and that's, but that's the thing and you think you're done with it. Like right now my wife and I, we have four kids 
really close together. We are all the way out of diapers. Our kids are two years apart, two years, two years, and then 17 months. And uh, if we were to have another kid at four years, like, whoa, we'd be back in diapers at that point. So uh, there's a lot to be said for having them close together. Uh, financially, I don't think you're going to find a big difference between one and three, especially if, uh, I mean, the biggest difference is later on, like at college, and you don't have to pay for your kid's college. There's no law that says that. My parents, when I got that to that age, they said, hey, there's no money here. If you want to go to college, you got to get scholarships. There's a lot of people in that boat. Um, I know that the, uh, the the U.S. Census or whoever does the, the uh, maybe it might be the Department of Agriculture, oddly enough, they always do a study every year on like, it costs $250,000 per child. I mean, there's always some insane figure. And uh, that, that's really not the case. They don't, they don't uh, anticipate the bulk discount. As you go, I mean, you've already you've already got the house with the yard. You've already got the minivan. You've already, you know, you, you the million things you have to buy new for kid number one are hand-me-downs for kids number two and three. So I really don't think financially it's going to be a deal breaker. Lifestyle-wise, it's not going to be a deal breaker. Whether you have one kid or three, you're still in babysitter mode. I mean, it's not like that's the difference when you can go out for drinks and you can't go out for drinks. So lifestyle-wise, I don't think it's going to make a big difference. So your wife seems like she has her heart set on this. This is super important to her, and you've kind of just got some fear and some wishy-washy reasons so you know what get to kid get to kid number two and i think you're going to find that having two kids isn't twice as bad as having one kid it's just it's, it's just a little bit more of the same and i think three kids would be would be that so i would recommend you have three kids real close together then you get a vasectomy and you don't have to worry about having that kid seven <laughs> or eight years later and then you've done you've done your job as a husband you've got your your wife is happy your family is complete and you get out of diapers real quick uh without that much added expense so so there you go i know we're supposed to say every side is right but i say just have three kids and your life will be easier <laughs> yeah i don't know that his argument is wishy-washy but it's distorted like he's placing too much of an importance on retirement and i think that's distorted for some reason that's coming from within and i'll say this the pre-vasectomy examination you go through is something that will make you appreciate never having to go through it again <laughs> And it's just, uh, it's funny though, that like two, two kids and three, like that's the line. If you have three kids, you can't retire. But if you have two, you can like, you really think oh, that out there it's, in America, like rational. everyone with three kids just works until they die. I mean, my grandpa had nine kids. He retired. I mean, it just, people still retire. It happens. So, well, uh, and if your argument is, well, look at how expensive college will be. I say, you don't know what college will even look like in 18 or 20 years. Like it might all be online mm -hmm. and it might be free by then. Like you just can't predict where life is headed. This is very true. So I, I would not, for whatever factor you use to make your decision, I wouldn't let finances be the top one on that because there's just too many unknowns. Well, if you have a question for us that you'd like us to answer in 10 minutes or less, send that in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's explodingunicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, parent, child, coworkers, whatever. We'll take just about anything because our standards are that low. Uh, this has been another week of 10 minutes to save your marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.